Bowen. Here we go. All right, calling numbers 313-778-7600. 313-778-7600 is the call-in number if you have a question or comment. Welcome to the African History Network show right here on 9, 10 a.m. Superstation, the future radio. I'm your host, Brother Michael M. Hotep. It is Monday, March 28th, 2022, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing well today. Well, I was not going to talk about this, and we're broadcasting on our social media platforms now, the African History Network on Facebook and Michael M. Hotep on YouTube. So after I finished Sunday's show, you know, we're on 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here. I tuned into the Oscars. And I was seeing some reports on social media that Will Smith hit Chris Rock. And some of the reports were a little murky. And um, originally, I, I wasn't even going to talk about this topic on today's show because I don't deal with a whole lot of drama and he said, she said, and all this stuff. I don't do a lot of that stuff here on this show. But because Will Smith apologized to Chris Rock, I said, okay, uh, we'll talk about this some um, on this show. Now, we ain't going to do a whole show on this, okay? I have other topics to deal with. But I wanted, we're going to talk about this. Will Smith officially apologizes to Chris Rock. Um, Will Smith posted on Instagram. We're going to show you the post. And uh, he called his behavior um, inexcusable. He called it, he called his behavior unacceptable and inexcusable. Okay. He said violence in all forms is poisonous and destructive. Um, and this was, if people have to understand, this was being viewed internationally. I watched the unedited uh, footage of what happened from Japan. This is not just broadcast in the U.S. This is broadcasted internationally. We're going to talk about this. And I posted on, on Facebook. I, I, I didn't post a whole lot about this. I'm not in all this drama. Now, some people thrive on drama. Okay, that's what you have to do. Then uh, go ahead and do that. I'm a historian. I don't have to do that. All right. Uh, and we're going to look at some of the Facebook posts I did. I posted one to give some background information dealing with Jada Pinkett Smith because Jada does have alopecia. And I forgot, I knew she had something with going with her hair. I knew it was some ailment or something. I didn't remember exactly what it was, but I posted an article from uh, NBC News also that dealt with Jada having um, alopecia. Okay, so we're going to talk about this. Now, um, what Will Smith did, that overshadowed some other things that took place at the Grammys. For instance... Uh, Questlove won for best documentary for Summer of Soul. Okay. And that was the award that uh, Chris Rock was announcing the winner of. Okay. That was the category that Chris Rock was announcing the winner of. So we're going to talk about this a little bit, but a broader conversation we'll have is dealing with brothers working it out. Not this conflict. People, a lot, a lot of people thrive on conflict. This is one of the reasons why a lot of Africa, a lot of us can't progress further than um, we have because people want to people want to see conflict. I'm not saying either one of them do, but a lot of people just want to see conflict and talk mess. OK. Um, and that has a lot to do with what's going on on the inside with them and who they are 
et cetera, and they're unhappy with themselves. So they want to bring everybody else down, talk about everybody else. Secondly, on Sunday show, you know, we talked about the Black News Channel announcing that uh, they are uh, shutting down uh, Princell Hare, the uh, chief executive officer of the Black News Channel. We know they announced on Friday that they were going off the air. Well, there was a story, and we talked about this on yesterday's show, and I was on Roland Martin Unfiltered on Friday. We talked about this uh, in depth on, on Roland's show on Friday. There was a um, story, I made reference to this uh, on our Sunday show, but there was a story from uh, December that talked about the Black News Channel was laying off people uh, from late December 2021. The Black News Channel was laying off people uh, right before Christmas, okay? And we're going to talk a little bit about that because... Uh, th this is one of the ways we knew that they were really, really in trouble. And once again, it's a shame that they're folding. Hopefully something can be salvaged from this also. And hopefully uh, a new company will emerge that's better. But we're going to look at that as well. And then um, today, now I also posted uh, on, on my Facebook fan page, The African History Network, dealing with Lapita Nyong'o's documentary on uh, warrior women. Lapita Nyong'o's documentary, Warrior Women, and it's about the um, Amazons of Dahomey, the, the, the real-life uh, African female warriors who the Dora Malaji uh, from Black Panther are based upon. That's why I'm wearing one of my Black Panther shirts uh, today also. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. That aired uh, today uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the um, Smithsonian Channel, okay, on the Smithsonian Channel. And I watched some of it. I recorded it. I was uh, preparing some, uh, you know, doing research for today's show. So we're going to talk about this some more on tomorrow's show as well, all right? Lapita Nyong'o's documentary, Warrior Women. We'll talk a little bit about that. All right, so on the African History Network show, we focus on educating, empowering, and inspiring people of African descent throughout the diaspora and around the world because right now it's correct your own behavior. What you do for yourself, what you do to yourself, and what you allow other people to do to you and get away with is based upon what you think about yourself. What you think about yourself is based upon what you've been taught about yourself. What you've been taught about yourself is based upon everything you've read, heard, and seen about yourself. Okay, so uh, give us a thumbs up, give us a heart, give us a like on this broadcast. We know we have some new people watching. Follow us on our social media platforms. Turn on live notifications so you know when we go live. So uh, this piece came out from uh, the Hollywood Reporter this afternoon. Will Smith apologizes to Chris Chris Rock in Instagram post calls behavior unacceptable and inexcusable. Calls behavior unacceptable and inexcusable. Quote, violence in all forms is poisonous and destructive, Will Smith wrote one day after slapping the comedian on stage during the Oscars. Now, keep in mind, and, you know, I'm not going to show any other video, things like that. I, you know, I'm not, we, just, this, we don't do sensationalism here, so I'm not going to show that. But uh, going back and reviewing all this, um, Chris Rock told one joke, okay, about, about Jada Pickett Smith. He told one joke. Now, Jada has alopecia. 
back in um, 20, back in, well, she was diagnosed in 2018 with alopecia. There's a good article that I posted on our Facebook fan page, the African History Network, that got over 1,700 likes. Uh, we posted this last night. How Jada Pinkett Smith is uplifting black women with alopecia. The actress recently took to Instagram to reveal the challenges associated with their hair loss. Okay. And once again, I remember something about her hair loss, something, some ailment, something I, I couldn't remember exactly what it was. But we just start reading more about alopecia and how painful it is. And she is trying to draw more attention to it and educate more people about alopecia. alopecia. Uh, the actress Jada Pinkett Smith uh, revealed alopecia diagnosis in 2018. And since then, she's been embracing challenges of the condition and publicly displaying evidence of hair loss with confidence and candor. And I've seen some episodes of the Red Table. I don't watch it every week or what have you, but I've seen some episodes when she have a scarf on and things like this. And I remember something about her hair, but I thought she was trying to be stylish or what have you. But I didn't know how painful alopecia can be as well till I read this article. Now this now this article came out January seventh, twenty twenty two. January seventh, twenty twenty two. After the Oscars Sunday night. NBC News reposted this article on their Facebook page. I saw it and I shared it on our Facebook pages also. So people have been reading this. Last month, she released a video on Instagram to talk about a new patch of baldness caused by alopecia, a condition that causes drastic hair loss, which has almost 2 million views, shows a smiling Pinkett Smith acknowledging the discovery. We'll talk about this on the other side of the break. We'll talk about the apology, uh, et cetera. We'll talk about the Black News Channel and Lapita Nyong'o. Listen to the African History Network show right here on 910 AM Superstation Future Radio. I'm your host, Brother Michael M. Hotel. We'll be back in a few minutes. Jeanette Davis is a well-established author with six published books, Black Survival in White America from Past History to the Next Century was published in 1995 and it delves into the history of African Americans before slavery up to contemporary times. The Great Divide Between Blacks and Whites was released in 2008 and her autobiography, Black Just Like My Mama, was published in 2010. Soulful Journey, The Business of Beings, was released in December 2021, and her two latest books, Echoes from the Heart, Love Throws Poetry, and Master Being Human, were both published in January of 2022. Jeanette Davis' writings delve deeply into the psyche of black people from ancient to contemporary times. She cuts no corners and leaves no stones unturned in relating truth, letting the chips fall where they may on both African and European doorsteps. Order Jeanette Davis's books today at Amazon.com. Search for Jeanette Davis and get to know her work today. Mental health and well-being have long been a taboo subject in the so-called African-American community. So I enlisted the help of mental health experts, thought leaders, and activists to help kill the ghost of Willie Lynch and heal from post-traumatic slave syndrome. We experience trauma a lot of times um, on a subconscious level. So sometimes something happens to us and we know that 
is traumatizing, but we don't really recognize the extent of the trauma. They are emotionally constipated and emotionally obese. Because again, all the things that we experienced in childhood, we suffocated and we stored in our body. It's a time to kill and it's a time to heal. We've been haunted by the ghost of Willie Lynch and his doctrine of self-refueling trauma for too long. It's time for Willie to die. Die, Willie. It's Stop Speed the Ghost LOXD block. It's time to kill the ghost of Willie Lynch and get out the matrix. Check out my man Ron Life Speaks at DieWillie.com. Welcome back to the African History Network show right here on 9, 10 a.m. The Superstation, the Future Radio. I'm your host, Brother Michael M. Hotel. It is Monday, March 28th, 2022, and we are live. Call in numbers 313-778-7600. 313-778-7600 is the call in number. If you have a quick question or comment, this is only a one-hour show, Monday through Friday. Sundays, we're on two hours, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, so um, we're going to deal with this briefly here, uh, continue this discussion. And I wasn't going to talk about this until the uh, apology came out because I'm, I'm not going to dwell on um, violence and sensationalism, stuff like that. OK, but uh, right before the break, we were talking about this article from uh, NBC News that came out January 2022 that talked about Jada Pinkett Smith and her um, battles with alopecia. OK, and, and so I posted this article last night. Uh, NBC News posted this, reposted this article after the Oscars, and I saw it after it was up for about 14 minutes, and I shared it on our social media pages. And one of the things going through reading some of the comments from people is that they uh, they said they didn't know Jada had alopecia. Now, also, um, I don't think I think it's highly possible that even though. Chris Rock knows Will and Jada. It's possible that he did not know that she had alopecia. Okay. Uh, otherwise, he probably would not have made a joke about her being in G.I. Jane 2, which doesn't exist, but it was in reference to her bald head. All right. So if we um if we go back and look at this here quickly. Just a second here. All right. So last month, which would have been December 2021, she, uh, Jada released a video on Instagram to talk about a new patch of baldness caused by alopecia, which is a condition that causes drastic hair loss. The video, which is almost two million, which uh, has almost two million views. It has over two million views now because I watched it last night, shows a smiling peak at Smith acknowledging the discovery. Quote, look at this line right here, she says, uh, who's uh, 50 years old. She said as she pointed to the, uh, her scalp. Now, this is going to be a little uh, more difficult for me to hide. So I thought I'd just share it so y'all not asking any questions. But, you know, mama's got to put some rhinestones in there and I'm going to make uh, me a little crown. OK, and here, here she is bald. And actually, I'm not going to play the audio, but if you, there's a point in here where you see, okay, she's showing it right there. Right. Okay. So you see it right there and you see the patch going across her head vertically. All right. So this is what she was talking about. So it's been viewed, um, uh, it's been viewed over two million times now. Now, 
This is something that, that I learned. I, I knew, uh, I know Representative Ayanna Presley has alopecia and she lost her hair and, and she lost her hair. She's bald. She looks beautiful bald. She looks like she could be uh, one of the uh, Dora Malaji from Black Panther, one of the African uh, female warriors uh, who protect, who sits on the king uh, throne of Wakanda. But in reading this, I learned about how much it affects African-American women. And I heard before that one of the causes of it can be wearing the braids and wearing the braids too tightly and they pull on the hair follicles and damage the hair follicles. Like Jada Pinkett Smith, many women of color experience alopecia. According to a 2016 survey um, of 5,594 black women, 47 47.6% of respondents said they experienced hair loss. According to a 2016 survey of 5,594 African-American women, 47.6% of respondents said they experienced hair loss. A majority of respondents who experienced hair loss do not seek help from medical professionals and often go undiagnosed according to the report, okay? A nurse's, a, a, a nurse's health study conducted in 2018 found there was an increased likelihood of alopecia uh, areata in black and Hispanic women compared to white women, all right? Now, Jada Pinkett Smith is among, uh, is among the notable women of color who have broken their silence about hair loss, including Representative Ayanna Presley a Democrat from Massachusetts who revealed she had alopecia in 2020. Hearing celebrities share their stories inspires those like 43-year-old uh, Mabel Peralta, uh, who was diagnosed in 2014 with alopecia, an autoimmune disorder that causes unpredictable patchy baldness on different areas of the body, an autoimmune disorder that causes unpredictable patchy baldness on different areas of the body. Okay, so this is a picture here of Mabel Peralta and she's wearing a wig, okay? And then somewhere in here, they also show her bald as well, uh, Mabel. Uh, uh, Mabel Peralta is an Afro-Latino that said growing up, hair was a primary focus in her Dominican culture. When she began losing her hair, she says she felt like less of a woman and struggled to cope. Okay. Read the rest of this article because I posted this to get background information because I didn't know that alopecia was, I knew it was related to hair loss, but I didn't know it was an autoimmune disorder. I didn't know it could be very painful, things like this. I learned that from reading that article. Okay. That's why I shared it on, on our, on our Facebook page. Okay. Now, if we go back to, the apology and this piece is from hollywood reporter and uh actually i want to pull this up uh let me see uh wrote we'll pull this up on uh will smith's instagram page uh as well let's see if we can zoom in on this um all right so uh and we'll go ahead and follow big willie on um uh, i follow chris rock on instagram i follow jada pinkett smith also i don't know why i didn't follow will uh, so I just follow Will Smith as well. So let's look at this here. Uh, Will Smith posted violence in all forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. 
Jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I reacted emotionally. I would, so it goes on to say, I would also like to apologize to the Academy, to producers of the show, all the attendees and everyone uh, and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to uh, the Williams family and my, and, and my King Richard family. I deeply regret uh, that behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I'm a work in progress. Let me go back. Okay. This, this part here. Sorry. I missed this bottom part because I knew he apologized to Chris Rock also. So uh, in the first, the first uh, panel, uh, he, he goes on to say, I would like to publicly apologize to Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I was out of line and I was wrong. I am embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. And, and so I started, you know, my show is two hours on Sunday. So I started watching, I usually don't watch the Oscars, but uh, Will Packer was heading up the production this year. I knew Regina Hall was one of the co-hosts. She's Regina Hall's fine as hell. So I said, okay, look, I'm, I'm going to tune in for a few minutes and see what's going on. All right. So then Will Smith, I remember that Will Smith was up for best actor for King Richard. Okay. And uh, so I watched some of it and then I saw Will Smith's acceptance speech as well. And his exception, I, I don't know how long it was. It seemed like about 10 minutes, something like that. But he apologized in the acceptance speech. He shared tears and he talked about he wants to be a light of love and things like this, this point in his life, et cetera. Okay. So the very quickly, we're coming up here on the break. You can give us a quick call if you have a question or comment. 313-778-7600 is the calling number if you have a question or comment. So the joke that, that set Will Smith off, OK, and there's I think I think is beyond just this joke. Yes, because we know Jada has been struggling with alopecia, but it is probably some deeper seated things in their relationship that also set him off as well. Uh, the shocking moment at Sunday's Oscar ceremony came after Chris Rock made a joke about uh, Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. So they were sitting in the front row. Lapita Nyong'o appears they were she was at the table because she was sitting like right behind them. They were sitting in the front row. Uh, Chris Rock suggested Pinkett Smith was getting ready to film a sequel to G.I. Jane, which was seemingly a reference to the actress Shave Head. Pinkett Smith has been open about her hair loss due to alopecia. Okay, and uh, Will Smith walks up on stage and. Chris Rock sees him coming and Chris Rock says, uh Oh, okay. But Chris Rock stands there and has his hands behind his back. Cause he's holding like the nomin the, the card with the nominations, the nominees he's holding them and he's smiling. And then Will hauls off and slaps him, turns around, walks back. Now Will's lucky that Chris Rock didn't kick him in his back or kick him upside his head or something like that, or, or hit him back. He's lucky. And some people are saying if that had been Dwayne the rock Johnson, Will Smith wouldn't have gone up on stage and hit him. But hopefully this is a teachable moment for some people because you have to also be able to control your emotions because what happened overshadowed uh, 
Will Smith winning for best Oscar. This is something Will Smith has been wanting to do, went went for best Oscar for, for decades. And what happened in him losing control in that moment overshadowed him winning for best Oscar and making history also. There's only been four African-Americans to win in the category of best Oscar before Will Smith. We'll continue this on the other side of the break. We're going to talk about the Black News Channel some more uh, because there were signs even back in uh, late December 2021 that they were having real problems. We're going to talk about that. And we'll talk about Lapita Nyong'o, who was in Black Panther. Uh, we'll talk about her documentary that aired today on the Smithsonian Channel, uh, Warrior Women. You're the City African History Network show. I'm Michael M. Hotel. We'll be back in a few minutes. The work that I do is larger than the fashion industry. It's larger than the art world. And I believe that I was born to bring newness into this world. I'm Kaima McIntyre. I'm 24 years old and I'm an artist. I create everything from paintings to jewelry design, metaphysical jewelry to be specific, and fashion design. The only reason why my prom dress went viral is because people needed it. Within a few days of going viral, Notori Naughton reached out to me. She's like, I saw your dress, can you make me a dress? I was equally as shocked to be asked by a celebrity to design their dress at the age of 17. That's just one person and the list just continues to go on to Janet Jackson, to Tyra Banks. It really hits home. That means that the discussion is happening on the grounds in real time. Jeanette Davis is a well-established author with six published books. Black Survival in White America from Past History to the Next Century was published in 1995 and it delves into the history of African Americans before slavery up to contemporary times. The Great Divide Between Blacks and Whites was released in 2008 and her autobiography, Black Just Like My Mama, was published in 2010. Soulful Journey, the Business of Beings was released in December 2021 and her two latest books, Echoes from the Heart, Love Throws Poetry, and Master Being Human were both published in January of 2022. Jeanette Davis' writings delve deeply into the psyche of black people from ancient to contemporary times. She cuts no corners and leaves no stones unturned in relating truth, letting the chips fall where they may on both African and European doorsteps. Order Jeanette Davis's books today at Amazon.com. Search for Jeanette Davis and get to know her work today. STEM Forward, helping our community find their place in the emerging fields of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Join us for our monthly live stream on our website, stemforwardedu.org. Watch, subscribe, share. Also join our mailing list to stay up to date with STEM resources and opportunities. STEM Forward, the future is now. Watch, subscribe, share. And after History Network show, we deal with current events in history and politics, education, economic empowerment, entrepreneurship, relationships, love, sex, health issues, and much, much more. Unfortunately, many people confuse what racism is. Racism is a power structure. It was laws and policies that put us in this predicament. It's going to be laws and policies that take us out. So when you control the radius of a man or woman's thoughts, you can control the compass of his or her actions because the mind can't do or teach what it doesn't know. We have it all on 910 AM Superstation. 
910, the Superstation, Detroit's only African-American talk radio. Welcome back to the African History Network show right here on 910 on the Superstation, the future radio. I'm your host, Brother Michael M. Hotep. It is Monday, March 28th, 2022, and we are live. All right, we, we're celebrating that we're going to go back, uh, finish up this uh, topic here, dealing with Will Smith and uh, Chris Rock. Um, and then we're going to talk about the Black News Channel some more. We are celebrating our 12th year anniversary of me broadcasting the African History Network show. I started uh, first broadcasting the African History Network show in uh, March 10th, 2010. It's been 12 years, and these 12 years have gone by quickly. Um, if you like this type of information, you can support the African History Network, dollar sign, the AHN show through Cash App, dollar sign, the AHN show through Cash App, also through PayPal, paypal.me forward slash the EHN show, paypal.me forward slash the EHN show. And we have the information um, at our website, also africanhistorynetwork.com. It's right on the homepage of the website. So the so just keep doing the research, stay on the air, keep broadcasting, pay some of the bills, et cetera. Um, this is our official cash app account, dollar sign, the EHN show, S-H-O-W. When you go to it, it says Michael shows my picture there. These other ones are fake African History Network cash app accounts. I did not set those up. I'm still trying to get those shut down. All right. And you can uh, I teach online history classes on the weekends, on Saturdays, uh, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ancient Kemet, the Moors and the Ma'afa, understanding the transatlantic slave trade, what they didn't teach you in school. This class is on sale, $60, regularly $130. We deal with thousands of years of history, what leads up to the transatlantic slave trade taking place. Uh, the other class I teach days, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. from the Civil War to the Civil Rights Movement and Black Power, 1865 to 1968. So we look at history basically from 1803 with the Louisiana Purchase and the Haitian Revolution to the uh, all the way up to the Civil War and then Civil War, Reconstruction, Jim Crow era, uh, Great Migration, World War One, World War Two, Civil Rights Movement, Black Power Movement. Okay, so uh, we te- so next classes are uh, Saturday, April third, April second, and uh, Sunday, April third. We have a bundle pack. You can register for both classes for a hundred dollars. That's a two hundred sixty dollar value. Now we do the sessions live. All the sessions are archived and recorded. You don't have to be present in class. You can watch from around the world. You can watch any time also. So a year from now, if you want to go back and watch the entire course, you, you'll still have full access. You can do that. All right. OK, so check that out. All right. Now, uh, I want to go back to this topic here. And it, once again, the call number is 313-778-7600. We have any callers, uh, Shakita? Let me know. So if we go back to the story here from um, Hollywood Reporter, and I'm glad Will Smith put out this official apology, okay, because this needed to happen. Um, and, and, and then after he slapped Chris Rock, he turned around, went back to his seat, and he said twice, you know, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth, okay? And he was loud, and you could read his lips. Now, I watched the uh, version from Japan because what happened was, in the U.S., um, they cut the sound, uh, like right when he slapped him, they cut the sound, okay, that was broadcasting in the U.S. But in uh, in other countries, they didn't cut the sound, okay? So the version I saw was what aired in Japan, 
and you could you could hear everything. If you read this article here from Huffington Post, and I'm not going to show any other video, but if you read this article here from Huffington Post, they have uh, a footage of the video that aired in Japan. Will Smith hits Chris Rock on Oscar stage. Get my wife's name out your effing mouth. Okay. You know, there's a joke in there somewhere, but we ain't going to go there. All right. So check that out also. All right. This is from Huffington Post, and they have a, a, a footage of the video uh, that aired in Japan. Okay. So back to this. Let me see. Uh, okay, so then they have um, Will Smith's apology in, in here as well. So they have Will Smith's apology in here also. Uh, he apologized to... Um, uh, now, he portrayed King Richard. And, and when you, you can watch his acceptance speech on, on YouTube. Uh, in his acceptance speech, he talked about wanting to protect your family and sometimes going too far and things like this. And he said, you know, this is something that Richard Williams, Serena and Venus's father did. And he said he was acting like, you know, he was joking. He said, you know, I was acting like Richard Williams as well and going too far, et cetera. But he said, jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear. And I reacted emotionally. Okay. So you can read the rest of this. Um, uh, hopefully a lot of people will learn from this because, oh, the other thing is now Chris Rock has refused to press charges. Okay. LAPD got involved. Uh, Chris Rock has refused to pr press charges. Uh, earlier on Monday, the Academy, okay. The, uh, the, uh, Oscar Academy, the Academy Awards, the Academy condemned Will Smith's actions and they launched a formal review into the matter and scheduled a meeting of the full Academy Board of Governors for Wednesday, this Wednesday. In a statement, the Academy said it will explore further action and consequences in accordance with our bylaws, standards of conduct in California law. Now, Chris Rock has already said he doesn't want to press charges. Um, so, and also Richard Williams, I, I read an article, Richard Williams, Serena Venus's father, posted a, a comment. He put out a statement as well. He said, we don't know all the details of what happened, but we don't con condone anyone hitting anyone else unless it is self-defense. All right. So check out the rest of this. Uh, this is from Hollywood Reporter and uh, NBC News has an article on this also. All right. I, I want to go to this second uh, story. Okay. How's everybody doing? Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart if you like this broadcast. Follow us on our social media platforms, our Facebook fan page, The African History Network. Turn on live notifications so you know when we go live. Follow me on my YouTube channel, Michael M. Hotep. Turn on live notifications because people don't get notified when we go live. And uh, also uh, follow me on Instagram as well, The AHN Show on Instagram. On Sunday, uh, we, we dealt with this big story of the Black News Channel shutting down for good. And um, I watch the Black News Channel every day. I know some of the panelists that are on the Black News Channel. I know your Dito all day that hosts make, uh, Making the Case uh, 9 p.m. on the Black News Channel. And some of some of the panelists, some of the experts, they're panelists on Roller Martin Unfiltered as well. We sometimes we're on panels together. All right. So this uh, article here, now this is from December 18th, 2021. This is from um, thegrio.com. 
Black News Channel announces layoffs right before Christmas. Black News Channel, I'm going to close out this ad. I hate all these ads they have. Black News Channel announces layoffs right before Christmas. Um, the Black News, the, the, this, this is December 18th, 2021, okay? Uh, the Black News Channel offers 24-7 uh, coverage of news, sports, uh, news, sports, and entertainment. All right. And we're going to go to this article here from the rap because I can't close out the video and I can't deal with all these videos. Uh, Black News Channel announces layoffs right before Christmas. They, uh, the Grio picked up this article from the rap, uh, which came out December 17th, 2021. So I have been hearing about problems at the Black News Channel. And once again, this is a big loss. So I'm not making fun of them or anything like this. I've been hearing of, of, of problems at the Black News Channel. Um, in, in addition to what I said uh, yesterday, this one here goes in and it talks about, let's see, Black News Channel, which is known as BNC, announced layoffs Friday, just days before the Christmas holiday. Okay, just days before the Christmas holiday. Uh, uh, this is this piece. This statement is from Prince L. Hare, who is the CEO of uh the black news channel he said i am reaching um i'm reaching out to you today with some very unfortunate news about a reduction in our workforce uh said president and ceo prince l here in an internal memo obtained by the rap he said as you know throughout the course of the year and let me see can you all see this let me uh take that off all right, hold on. Okay. He said, as he said, as you know, throughout the course of the year, uh, we have been expanding at a rapid rate. At the same time, the U.S. economy is facing some tough challenges, several of which are heavily impacting the media industry. Several, several of which are heavily impacting the media industry and the revenue streams that fuel our emerging enterprise. I am incredibly proud of this team and all that we have built and accomplished. Your work has been outstanding, but we have reached a point where a considerable, a, a, a considerable adjustment is needed in order to protect the health of our business and keep BNC moving forward. It would uh, end quote. It was not immediately clear how many staffers will be impacted by the cuts, but BNC employs roughly 300 people. So this is from December 2021, roughly 300 people. So then they had to lay off people. They're trying. They were trying to keep from having to shut down. So they took measures right before Christmas 2021, but it wasn't enough. We're going to continue this on the other side of the break. And then we'll talk about Lapita Nyong'o's documentary Warrior Women, which deals with the real African uh, female warriors of Dahomey that the Dora Malaji in the film Black Panther were based upon. You listen to the African History Network show on Michael M. Hope. Abundant Capital Group is a real estate investment company with over 20 years of experience in real estate. They specialize in two areas of real estate. One, they solve real estate problems with creative financing solutions that give the seller the most money for their property. And two, they show individuals how to get a higher rate of return on their investment capital with real estate note investing. 
If you are looking to sell or need to sell your property, here is what they provide. Market value offer, even if you have little or no equity, they typically pay all closing costs, which can be thousands of dollars. They close on a date of the seller's choosing, and the seller does not have to be out of the house at the time of closing. They take the property in an as-is condition, and the seller is not required to make any repairs. Give them a call or email them today for a free consultation and see how they can help you with your real estate needs. Call them at 973-475-8488. That's 973-475-8488. Visit their website, AbundantCapitalGroup.com. That's AbundantCapitalGroup.com. And email them at ACG at AbundantCapitalGroup.com. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Abundant Capital Group. What does self-care mean to you? To us, it's an opportunity to reconnect with nature. A chance to create something remarkable. At Sage and Elm Apothecary, our handcrafted skin care and household products immerse you in Earth's sweetest nectar, connecting you to nature in a way you never imagined. See for yourself and visit us at sageandelmapothecary.com. Uh, Prince Hale Hare put out a statement. I, I was on Roland Martin and filtered on Friday, right before Roland went live. Uh, he confirmed Prince Hale Hare said that he got um, Shahid Khan, who, who's, the, who's the principal investor, the main investor, he got Shahid Khan to commit to paying that last payment, uh, that March 25th payment, because uh, that payment was missed, that March 25th direct deposit for the employees was missed. Shahid Khan, who's the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, is pulling out and uh, he's not spending any more money. Uh, so watch our show from Sunday, because I went in depth into this. Our show on Sunday is two hours. The word Kemet, K-E-M-E-T, the 22828, to sign up for our email newsletter also. Welcome back to the After History Network show right here on 9, 10 a.m., the Superstation, the Future Radio. I'm your host, Brother Michael M. Hotep. It is Monday, March 28th, 2022. I know we have a lot of new uh, viewers for our show. I just want to let you know we're here Monday through Friday, 11 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time the African History Network show, and then Sundays, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So follow us on social media, the African History Network, and Michael M. Hotep on YouTube. Turn on live notifications so you know when we go live. Sign up for our email newsletter. Text the word Kemet, K-E-M-E-T, to 22828. Sign up for our email newsletter as well. So you'll get information from me. I'll let you know when we go live. You'll find out about my classes, where I'm speaking, things like this. Okay. All right. I want to go back to the story here dealing with uh, the Black News Channel. And maybe you all will call in tomorrow night to, to our show also because uh, Shakita's at the radio station uh, um, and she's operating the boards. So back in uh, December 2021, uh, the Black News Channel announced layoffs, okay? The rap.com has this piece, Black News Channel announces layoffs right before Christmas. This is from December 17th, 2021. Upstart cable news network geared toward black viewers has been struggling 
in the ratings, has been struggling in the ratings. One of the problems is, as we talked about yesterday, they went on this hiring spree and hired more journalists. They hired some uh, high-paid hosts of, of the shows, things like this. They meant well, but the revenue wasn't there to sustain the hiring, to, to sustain the expansion, okay? Now, in ratings ranking, okay, uh, all of, of all 124 cable channels in 2021, Black, the Black News Channel, BNC, tied with Comedy.TV, which is owned by Byron Allen, tied for second to last place with an average of 4,000 viewers throughout the year, beating only BIN Sports, okay? In comparison, the highest rated cable channel out of all 124 is Fox News, the Fox News, White Nationalist TV, Fox News. Fox News is the highest rated cable channel out of 124 cable channels. With Fox News averaged 2.36 million primetime viewers each evening in 2021. Okay. Trump, Trump TV, White Nationalist TV, Fox News, owned by Rupert Murdoch, the same person who owns Fox uh, TV uh, uh, station as well. Okay, Rupert Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch, the same Rupert Murdoch that owns the Wall Street Journal, that Rupert Murdoch. Quote, many employees agree the ratings could have been better had the network spent money on promotions. People don't watch when they don't know a network exists, the BNC staff, the BNC staffer said. Now, this was one of the problems because when I posted about them going out of business and, and shutting down, they're filing for bankruptcy. Okay. When I posted about this uh, last Friday, March 25th, a lot of people commented on the thread and commented on the article, some, some of my followers here on Facebook, and they said they did not know the Black News Channel existed. Now, obviously, they don't listen to the African History Network show, don't watch us, because I share content from the Black News Channel here on, on the network, on, on the show. But a lot of people didn't know because they didn't do a good job of advertising, promoting the Black News Channel. The channel offers offered 24-7 news, re, sports, and entertainment coverage. The Tallahassee, Florida-based network is available in more than 50 million U.S. homes via linear systems, the network says on its website. Okay. Former Oklahoma Republican Congressman J.C. Watts a veteran broad and veteran broadcast executive Bob Brilliante launched the network in February 2020 after over a decade of planning. Shahid Khan, Shad Khan, nicknamed Shad, who owns the NFL's Jacksonville Jaguars, he's Pakistani American, has invested a reported $50 million in the channel and now holds a majority stake. Okay. So he was the he was the majority owner when he came in because J.C. Watts went to a number of different people trying to get investment in the Black News Channel. Okay. Finally, it was Shahid Khan who stepped up and invested $50 million. Now, my thing was, I don't know the structure of the deal, all this stuff. My thing was all these African-American millionaires and a handful of billionaires is sad that J.C. Watts could not get $50 million from them. He couldn't, he, he couldn't get 10 millionaires to put five on it. Okay. So that's, you know, I, I said this last night, that's sad. Um, so re read the rest of this article here from, 
from the rap.com also the griot had one but i couldn't close out the ad so i didn't i didn't use that one one of the mistakes that they made and i, I didn't get a chance to get to this last night we ran out of time um they they expanded prince l hair expanded the programming to 17 hours of live programming okay starting at i think it was 6 a.m 6 a.m to 10 a.m with sherry and mike start your day with sharon and mike okay well, the problem is during the daytime and after after the, after your morning show and then midday cable news, you don't have a lot of people watching. And you're wasting money with live coverage, your live coverage. They had people they meant well, they had quality, they had quality programs, they had content and, and you can go to their YouTube channel. You can go to the uh, their YouTube channel. I think it's BNC uh or black news channel on uh youtube you go to their youtube channel they still have the the clips up you can look at the content and see they were covering stories that mainstream media doesn't cover and they were covering stories that pertain to the african-american community bnc news that's what it is 100 they have 137,000 followers okay bnc news but um if they had ran their morning show six to ten and then focused on primetime, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m., and run live shows then. And uh, overnight, you could you could re-air your primetime show, just like MSNBC does before MSNBC became Ukrainian TV and starts bringing in Sky News from, from, uh, from the U.K. from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m., okay? Because I watch them also, uh, MSNBC all day. Um, you could have ran your 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. shows overnight up until your 6 a.m. show runs, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Then you could have reran your 6 a.m. morning show. You could have reran that during the day at least once. You can have some best of content from your, your shows that you, your primetime shows that night. You could run uh, congressional hearings, things like this from C-SPAN as well. And you could have saved a lot of money. The other problem was, and Roland said this on Roland Martin Unfiltered as well on Friday when I was on the panel, is they should have started as a digital network first streaming as opposed to a linear cable network because it's much more expensive to be a cable network. But there were some mistakes. They meant well. They had good topics. A lot of, I agree with everything there, but they had some good topics and coverage of topics that you don't find in mainstream media. Okay, those watching on Facebook and YouTube, keep watching. We're out of time here on 9, 10 a.m. Superstation WFDF. We're going to keep going for a few more minutes on my social media platforms, the African History Network on Facebook, Michael M. Hotep on YouTube. Remember, right now is correct. Wrong behavior is not over till we win. we kind of forever. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Okay, stand by. All right. Okay, so we're broadcasting. So we're on my social media platforms. Maybe tomorrow we'll broadcast, we'll simulcast on Blog Talk Radio because I have a Blog Talk Radio channel as well. And people on Blog Talk can hear on Blog Talk. But then after we're done for one hour on 910, you can still call in through my Blog Talk Radio lines because I have a whole Blog Talk Radio channel I've had for 12 years. And that's where we upload our audio podcast because we're on... 10 different audio podcast platforms also. Download the iHeartRadio app and search for the African History Network show. Okay, so um, I, I made some notes here. I just want to go uh, uh, look at things I did not talk about on my Sunday show. Um, okay. Okay, so that was the main thing. All right.
And I want to look back at this article here from the Griot, make sure I got everything. Uh, they picked it up from um, the rap. Uh, read the read the article from the L.A. Times that we talked about on yesterday's show that really gets into um, the Black News Channel, really gets into it. Because um, on Sunday's show, I didn't get a chance to get into what happened in December 2021. That's how I really knew something was going on. Okay, so we talked about this article here. On Sunday show, Shad uh, Khan's Black News Channel shutting down. This is from the LA Times. They have an extensive article on this March 25th, 2022. And, okay, $50 million investment. And I made notes here. I just want to make sure I got to everything. So now their, their, their viewership increased. We know that uh, for the um, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson hearings, they had their best ratings ever. The average audience for BNC was less than 10,000 viewers, according to Nielsen data, though it had been growing in recent months, though it had been growing in recent months. OK. And where is that? OK. The amount, OK. These BNC. So BNC um, had a staff of 230 after they downsized from December 2021. OK, this is page four of the article. I made notes, but I could not get to everything on Sunday. So I just want to make sure I get to this here. Okay. So the average audience for uh, BNC was fewer than 10,000 viewers. And this is something that I, that I said yesterday and uh, last Friday on Roland Martin Unfiltered. When you go and you look at their, uh, there was a problem with the, their marketing strategy. There was, there was a big problem with their marketing strategy because I talked to so many people who said if they had known that there was a black news channel, they would have supported it. OK, if they had known there was a black news channel, they would have supported it. And when you go and you look at a lot of their videos that on, on YouTube, I'm on their YouTube channel right now. You look at a lot of these videos. OK, so they have one hundred thirty seven thousand subscribers. A lot of their videos have under a thousand views or under two thousand views. Which did which didn't make sense to me. OK, uh, so is something wrong with their with their marketing strategy. All right. And, and Dr. Mark Lamont Hill, Black News Tonight, man, he would cover news from the African diaspora. He would cover news of what's going on in African countries and, and news that you don't see on, on MSNBC and, and CNN. OK, but yes, yeah, so you look at this, a lot of these under a thousand views. OK, so that there has to be this is something that we have to learn from. So so the next network whether it's Roland Martin Roland knows what to do but if it's another network uh that's going to that has some big pocket that has a uh some larger investors or some people who can put in millions of dollars and things like this and grow it we have to learn from the mistakes that were made at the black news channel but they still have good content there I, I encourage you go watch those videos they have they have good content and there's going to be some videos that I, you know, I go there. I, I would watch them every day. Number one, two, I go there and some of that content. I'll take that and do shows about it, and you know, and do research based upon some of their interviews, etc. Okay. Um,
Yeah. So, and then they also they 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 brought on some um, when they expanded the seventeen hours, they added new shows and they brought on some larger names as well. Because I remember when um, uh, Aisha Moody Mills came on, her show just started up in the last few months. Um, uh, Amplify that comes on seven p.m. to eight p.m. And then I want to go back to this last portion here of um of the article. Where is it right here? Okay, pay, bottom of page four. Okay, so the company also had to deal with a class action discrimination lawsuit filed by former and current female employees. The lawsuit alleged that women were being paid less than their male counterparts and that managers complained that they were insufficiently feminine. Managers complained they were insufficiently feminine. I don't know the details of the lawsuit. I just know the lawsuit exists. Princell here, CEO and president and CEO, he was a veteran news executive who once headed CNN's U.S. operations, the African-American man, Princell Hare. He was brought in after the launch and made the channel look more like established cable news outlets, mixing breaking news coverage during the day with opinion programs at night. Prince Hare signed several big name hosts, including New York Times opinion writer Charles Blow, who had uh, uh, Prime with Charles Blow. He came on at 10 p.m and former Atlanta TV anchor Sharon Reed. Okay, so that was uh, Start Your Day with Sharon and Mike, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Sharon Reed. I mean, I, I, that, that was a good show. Sharon Reed is fine as hell, too. Um, the channel also gave a daily voice to commentators such as Aisha Moody Mills. Her show was 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Dr. Mark Lamont Hill, he was 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. And Naira Hawk. So Naira Hawk was on with... Uh, Dale Walters, uh, so she's on like at 6 p.m. And she would sit in for other people also. And she dealt with like inter some international news as well, Naira Hawk. Um, Yodita Walde, who's an attorney, she had making the case 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. She, she has some fantastic legal analysis. So she had a show that dealt with uh news stories that pertain to law that okay so whether it's the r kelly trial ahmaud arbery um uh derek chauvin all different types of things like this she had a good show as well the channel distinguished itself with wide in-depth coverage of the trial of derek chauvin and the killing of george floyd also uh with uh the uh ahmaud arbery and the three white men who killed ahmaud arbery they had excellent, excellent coverage on location in, in Brunswick, Georgia. Uh, and then also had gavel to gavel coverage of the Katanji Brown Jackson hearings as well. So uh, I encourage everybody to go to their YouTube channel and watch that content because you can learn a lot from it. Okay. So hopefully something good comes from this. Hopefully, um, now, the, the other thing is, so as I said yesterday, uh, when I was on Roland's show on Friday, he said that um, he, it was told to him that Byron Allen offered $30 million to buy the Black News Channel, but Shahid Khan put in $50 million, 
So he's not going to take 30 because he's losing 20. He said, Roland said Shahid Khan wanted a hundred million. Because billionaires, you know, they ain't in the business of losing money. So if you put in 50, you're not going to take 30. The other thing is who, if somebody were to buy the black news channel, they would acquire the debt. And I don't know how much that debt is. We know that uh, they're filing for uh, bankruptcy. Okay. But if they were to buy the black news channel, they would acquire the debt along with the black news channel as well. So, you know, it's just sad, but this is something, this is what happens when you, you don't have the right structure. You, you don't have a, a good marketing plan. The business is not structured properly. They should have done. They should have launched as a as a digital streaming service as opposed to a linear cable network. And when you try to grow too fast also and, and burn through cash too quickly and increase expenditures too quickly. Okay, so check out those articles. All right, now. Um, I want to go, okay, this last piece here. This is dealing with Lapita Nyong'o. I watched some of the documentary today. Now, how many people um, heard about this documentary? It, it, it aired on Smithsonian Channel. Um, Lapita Nyong'o's documentary, Warrior Women. Okay. Now, we all uh, remember Lapita Nyong'o, uh, Nikita in uh, Black Panther. That's why I'm wearing my Black Panther shirt today. It's Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther. Uh, the... African female warriors in Black Panther, the Dora Malaji, uh, they are based upon the uh, African female warriors from Dahomey. Okay, the African female warriors uh, from Dahomey, where modern day Benin is. So I saw this article from uh, that. So when I posted about it on our on our Facebook page uh, today, I posted a video from Lupita Nyong'o's Instagram page. And I, I posted this article a few days ago. This is from the root.com came out March 22nd. Um, black her story, Lapita Nyong'o to explore black warrior women in documentary on Smithsonian channel. Okay. Lapita Nyong'o to explore black warrior women in documentary on uh, Smithsonian channel. So I, I was able to watch about the, the, the documentary is an hour. I was able to watch about 20 minutes of it today because I was preparing um, other content for this show. So I'm going to watch. I recorded it. I'm going to watch the rest of it. It looks really good. And she went to uh, Benin. OK, so it shot a lot of it shot on location uh, in Benin. There was a there's a article from uh, also. So here's Lupita Nyong'o, beautiful sister. Uh, in re uh, the real life warrior women who inspired the Fedora Malaji in the 2018 hit film Black Panther will soon be the center of a new documentary. Uh, per a press release sent to The Root, uh, theroot.com, the Smithsonian Channel will help close out Women's History Month, a.k.a. Black Her Story Month, with this new feature called Warrior Women with Lapita Nyong'o, Warrior Women with Lapita, with Lapita Nyong'o, which is set to tell the story of the phenomenal women uh, in Africa who fought to protect their beloved uh, kingdom. The documentary's official description per press release is 
Academy Award winner Lapita Nyong'o goes on a on an emotional epic journey to Benin, West Africa, to uncover the extraordinary, neglected story of the little-known but highly formidable Agoji warrior women, the fearsome warriors of the Kingdom of Dahomey. For centuries, this special army force protected the rulers of the richest kingdom kingdoms in Africa, Dahomey, until a bitter defeat in 1892 disbanded them forever, or did it? Follow Nyong'o on this immersive and epic journey into the past to uncover the real story of the remarkable female fighters that helped inspire the Dora Malaji, okay? Um, now, this is, let's see, I'll go to... Let's see if we can pull this up here. A deadline.com also has an article on this. Um, and there's an there's a piece from Time magazine that came out um some time ago. I can't let me see which year is this. This gives some background information on the Dormology. Now, and I and I studied them. Um this is from February 22nd, 2018. I studied them when I was doing my research on the film Black Panther, preparing for my lectures that I did on the film Black Panther, okay? Uh, so remember General Okoya and uh, the Dora Malaji. The, the uh, uniforms of the Dora Malaji are inspired by the Maasai of Kenya. Ruth Carter, who was the costume designer for Black Panther, um, she spent six months studying African culture and she studied uh, 11 different African cultures and she infused that into uh, the film Black Panther, okay? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up, um, I'm going to go to my presentation on Black Panther because I have a section in there dealing with the uh, Dora Malaji also. Let me see which one is this. That's 177 slides. This is okay. We'll go. We'll pull that up also. All right. So let me go to Facebook because I want to go to this. Um, this post about the documentary that's on Lapita Nyong'o's Insta Instagram page. Let's see. of the Dahomey Kingdom, a formidable all-female army that protected their kingdom from invasion and also served as inspiration for the Dora Milaje in the film Black Panther. It is my pleasure now to share with you that you will soon be able to watch Warrior Women on a few now. A few years ago, I traveled to Benin in West Africa to make a documentary about the Warrior Women of the Dahomey Kingdom a formidable all-female army that protected their kingdom from invasion and also served as inspiration for the Dora Milaje in the film Black Panther. It is my pleasure now to share with you that you will soon be able to watch Warrior Women on Smithsonian Channel in the U.S. to learn more about one of the world's greatest female armies. Now, here's your first look. Big belts. <laughs> 
special forces that protect the king. And so they are the highest, most, you know, revered. They have a character that's a warrior woman and a spy. But what I didn't know was that our fantasy heroines have roots in a real all-female army who fought for powerful kings here in Benin, West Africa from the early 18th century. I think it's kind of a travesty that such a formidable group of women is not known about. So I'm making my own journey to see what I can uncover about these warrior women for myself. It's my first time in this part of Africa. Disobey, man. To investigate one of history's great untold stories. <laughs> All right, so that is um, a preview of Warrior Women. Okay, uh, check out this article here from. Um, Time.com, Time Magazine. There's a true story behind Black Panther's strong women. Here's why that matters. And they talk about the uh, Dora Malaji. And uh, it, 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 Dora Malaji means adored ones. Dora Malaji means adored ones. They're, they're the all-female uh, military group that protects the king uh, of Wakanda and the fictitional, fictitional uh, nation of Wakanda. And we know Wakanda is a real word. Wakanda means um, possesses secret powers in the Omaha Ponca Native American language. And Omaha Ponca is Sioux Indian language. Uh, they are perhaps the most obvious example of female strength, the Dora Malaji. Um, in their initial appearance, the priest narrator describes the female bodyguards as Delhi Amazonian high school karate chicks who were also the king's wives, wives in training. While many have speculated about the inspiration behind these warriors, it is clear that one of their main antecedents was the famous all-female African military corps of Dahomey, West Africa, now the Republic of Benin, whom the French dubbed Dahomey Amazons after female warriors in Greek mythology. Some experts believe that the first such regiment which emerged sometime in the 17th century comprised of hunters called uh, Beto, G-B-E-T-O, while others contend they were recruited from among the king's many wives. As Sylvian Serban describes in The Women Soldiers of Dahomey, these warriors can be difficult to categorize as their, um, as their names were based on a woman's expert, uh, on a woman's weapons expertise and unit to which she was assigned. Whatever their origin, the king was always surrounded by armed women in public and private life. By the end of the 19th uh, century, an estimated 4,000 women, many of whom began their training as teens, were among the Dahomey military ranks. In times of war during the transatlantic slave trade and in the fight against French colonialism, Dahomey female warriors where the last line of defense between the king, the, between the enemy and the king, right, Serban, and were prepared to sacrifice their lives to protect him. Okay, uh, read the rest of this. We'll talk about this some more uh, on tomorrow's show. And 
uh, I'm going to pull up. Let me see here. Did we get this up? Okay. I brought up my presentation. Let's look at this. I have um, the Dormology in here. Okay. Yeah, right here. Let's go to this here. We see the Dormology. My lecture dealing with the film Black Panther is um, available at our website, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. Okay, I think it's ten dollars. It's almost a three-hour presentation. Okay, so we see the Dormology there, and so the Dormology were introduced in Black Panther Volume One, came out in nineteen ninety-eight. The adored ones, the brides, Dormology means adored ones, the brides in training to the king of Wakanda. The first and Dormology have long been a feature of Black Panther comics, but the all-female military unit are believed to be inspired by a real-life version of female soldiers which existed from the 1600s in Dahomey, present-day Republic of Benin in West Africa. In the movie, the group is led by American Zimbabwean actress Danae Garura um, and primarily acted as bodyguards to King T'Challa. Uh, however, in their day, the Dahomey, the, the, the Dahomey Amazons, as they were named, by Western historians fought wars for the kingdom, most notably against colonial French forces. Here's an actual picture. Uh, they were known as the uh, Hosi or Mino. Uh, the article refers to them as a Gosi. So you'll see two or three different names for them. Okay. All right. So we'll talk some more about this uh, on tomorrow's show. Uh, once again, give us a thumbs up, give us a heart, give us a like on this broadcast if you like this. Um, I can't do this show without your support. So I appreciate all the support over the years. It's been 12 years. I never thought I'd be on radio. I never thought I'd be doing this show 12 years. It's been 12 years. Um, if you like this type of information, you can support the African History Network, Dallas Sign, the AHN show through Cash App, Dallas Sign, the AHN show through Cash App, also through PayPal, paypal.me forward slash the AHN show. That helps us keep doing the research, stay on the air, keep broadcasting. Um, so that helps out a lot. Also, you can register for the online courses. I teach on Saturdays and Sundays. And you can use this information with your children also. I would say the information is PG-13. Um, we have uh, we have it at our website, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. Um, on Sundays, I teach ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afi. I'm sorry, on Saturdays, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa, understanding the transatlantic slave trade, what they didn't teach in the school. Next class is Saturday, April 2nd, 2022. We do the sessions live. All the sessions are archived and recorded. You can go back and watch any time. Uh, even after the class is over with, you can still have full access. On Sundays, it's from the Civil War to the Civil Rights Movement and Black Power. 1865 to 1968. Now we have a bundle pack where you can register for both classes for um, um, $100. Okay. Both classes is a $260 value. We'll post this here as well. There's also bonus content, archive content you can watch uh, as well. Okay. All right. So that's uh, ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa understanding the transatlantic slave trade, what they didn't teach you in school. All right, we have to get out of here. Remember, at the African History Network, we focus on educating, empowering, and inspiring people of African descent throughout the diaspora and around the world. Because right now, this correct your own behavior. It's not over till we win. We're kind of forever. 
And uh, also, if you want to advertise with the African History Network, email me at ahnshow at africanhistorynetwork.com if you want to advertise with the African History Network. Because our current promotion is buy one month, uh, get two months free also if you want to advertise with us. Remember, right now, let's correct wrong behavior. It's not over till we win Wakanda forever. Hopefully, I'll see you all on tomorrow's show. Once again, we're here Monday through Friday, 11 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. Sundays, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the information at our website as well. And um, uh, wherever you get your, you can listen to audio podcasts of our shows also. Wherever you get your audio podcast from, search for the African History Network show. We're on 10 different audio podcast platforms. Download the iHeartRadio app. Search for the African History Network show because I have a channel there. It's about, they have about 300 of my podcasts there. And also you can listen to 9, 10 a.m. Superstation WFDF. That's me in the studio. 9, 10 a.m. I was broadcasting from home because of COVID. But um, you can search for 9, 10 a.m. Superstation WFDF also. You can listen live to the radio station around the clock on, on iHeartRadio as well. Okay. Remember at the African History Network, we focus on educating, empowering, and inspiring people of African descent throughout the diaspora and around the world because right now it's correct. Right now, let's correct your own behavior. It's not over till we win. We'll kind of forever. And we'll talk to you uh, tomorrow. Peace. Mental health and well-being have long been a taboo subject in the so-called African-American community. So I enlisted the help of mental health experts, thought leaders, and activists to help kill the ghost of Willie Lynch and heal from post-traumatic slave syndrome. We experience trauma a lot of times um, on a subconscious level. So sometimes something happens to us and we know that it's traumatizing, but we don't really recognize the extent of the trauma. They are emotionally constipated and emotionally obese because again, all the things that we experienced in childhood, we suffocated and we stored in our body. It's a time to kill and it's a time to heal. We've been haunted by the ghost of Willie Lynch and his doctrine of self-refueling trauma for too long. It's time for Willie to die. Die, Willie. It's the Oscar the Ghost LOXD block. It's time to kill the ghost of Willie Lynch and get out the matrix. Check out my man Ron Life Speaks at DieWillie.com. The work that I do is larger than the fashion industry, it's larger than the art world. And I believe that I was born to bring newness into this world. I'm Kaima McIntyre, I'm 24 years old and I'm an artist. I create everything from paintings to jewelry design, metaphysical jewelry to be specific, and fashion design. The only reason why my prom dress went viral is because people needed it. Within a few days of going viral, Notori Naughton reached out to me and she's like, I saw your dress, can you make me a dress? I was equally as shocked to be asked by a celebrity to design their dress at the age of 17. That's just one person and the list just continues to go on to Janet Jackson, to Tyra Banks. It really hits home. That means that the discussion is happening on the grounds in real time. Jeanette Davis is a well-established author with six published books. 
Black Survival in White America from Past History to the Next Century was published in 1995, and it delves into the history of African Americans before slavery up to contemporary times. The Great Divide Between Blacks and Whites was released in 2008, and her autobiography, Black Just Like My Mama, was published in 2010. Soulful Journey, The Business of Beings, was released in December 2021, and her two latest books, Echoes from the Heart, Love Throws Poetry, and Master Being Human, were both published in January of 2022. Jeanette Davis' writings delve deeply into the psyche of black people from ancient to contemporary times. She cuts no corners and leaves no stones unturned in relating truth, letting the chips fall where they may on both African and European doorsteps. Order Jeanette Davis's books today at Amazon.com. Search for Jeanette Davis and get to know her work today. iRedify is a black-owned digital platform that showcases black and brown cultures and people. The books on the platform are written by African-American authors, Afro-Caribbean authors, African authors, and so much more. Kids 14 and under can read eBooks, listen to audiobooks, and complete learning activities. Kids can even write in the books digitally. Get unlimited access to everything on the platform for only $8.99 a month at iRedify.com. Sign up for your membership today.